Drop everything because you're not going to want to miss the Xfinity Black Friday sale. Save big when you get Xfinity Internet and Mobile now through December 5th. To learn more, go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, hmm, you can stay one step ahead of stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. Serving up all the greatest things in life for you. Laughs, food for thought, and food for the bedroom, otherwise known as smut tails. So that way you can bring it to the bedroom and do your eating in there. I just wanted to see the reaction on Nora's face when I said that. That's the only reason why I brought that in. You said we're not supposed to eat in bed. Oh, did I? Food. Food, yeah, Food. yeah, that's let's Other let's things. clear let's clear that up. You know, every once in a while, I'm sure a hot dog's not bad in bed. No, you can eat other things in bed. I mean, a hot dog, I feel like, is the least messiest, right? Because you don't have to put any condiments on a hot dog. Just straight hot dog. Yeah, just just straight hot dog. What condiments do you have to use on other things? Well, sometimes it's not the condiments per se, but it's just like sometimes there's not enough napkins in the room. Mm, Got it. Yeah. And you don't want to walk out of the room or walk out after dinner and have a whole bunch of mess on your face, do you? That's true. You don't want people to be like, oh, man, they're (laughs) I can't believe they would walk around with all that on their face. Like they need to go to etiquette school or something. They do. I've been twice. <laughs> I've been twice. We have Nora in here because guess what? I failed to get to the good parts of this book that I'm reading, Warning Track Power. And I know it's I know it's just Warning Track. I just wanted to say Warning Track Power. The author's going to come after you. She can come after me. It's I'm I'm a okay with that. I'm going to say you should have named it Warning Track Power. That's what I would tell her. <laughs> But uh, we have Nora in here because I haven't gotten to the smuttiness, smut stuff yet. Um, I am nine chapters in, about to start, ep- or I almost said episode because I don't read so much, but chapter number <laughs> 10. Jeez. I like how you're referring to the chapters as episodes now. Yeah, I'm trying to change it up. I'm trying to make it more appealing for people to listen to. Well, so far, how? what do you think of the book? I know you say it's not... It's not my cup of tea. Is it not it's your not cup of tea? It's not my type of genre, I would say. So it's not your cup of tea just based off of like the genre of it. Um, I would say the writing is not what I'm usually used to. Because if most of the was, time if I read, it's, it's usually a biography or something like that. It, it, like I've read Colin Cowherd's two books. I've read Joe Book's book or Joe Buck's book. 
Um, That's I'm a trying tongue twister. To, yeah, that was really hard to say. So my question is, is if this book was made into like a short TV series or like a short film, would you watch it? Like, would you sit there and watch it with me? Or is it like the complete story so far? No. I would give it a chance. Okay. If it wasn't on Hallmark or Lifetime. Okay. So if so like it was, Hulu or Netflix did it? Yes, I would give it a shot. Okay. But I that think, makes me feel better. Yes, I think if you would put it on, like I said, a Lifetime or a Hallmark, I would think, oh, this is gonna be super cheesy well, acting. It's too R rated for that. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, I don't think that I could. HBO Max is gonna to have it. to get it. No. Um, that makes me feel better because there are some books that I sit there and I go, I like the actual concept and story but the writing may not be there for me or it isn't smutty enough for me because it's weird. I will sit there and watch Disney movies all day. I'll sit there and watch like, I'll watch the Hannah Montana series or Lizzie McGuire from my childhood all over again. But if there's a book that doesn't have enough smut for me, I'm like, no, can't do it. Just because that's your comfort zone when you're reading. That's what you like to. I guess, yes. Although the last I haven't read I've read 12 books since my last smut book. Wow. So I had That's to phone a a, I had to phone a friend and ha- ask Rachel for help again cuz you weren't prepared this week. Uh, it's not that I'm not prepared. I just haven't gotten to that stuff yet. Cuz you didn't read fast enough. I'm not reading fast enough. Listen. When I was a kid in elementary school, you didn't want to pick me <laughs> as a kid for popcorn reading. Do you know what popcorn reading is? Yeah, where you just Someone would randomly like pick up where you left off. and Right. You wouldn't want to pick me in class because I didn't know how to read that well. So I would stutter over words and the teacher would always have to help me out. And I felt like we could always get through the book faster if, you if just a smart person was reading. Got it. So that's where I am. And, you know, now that I think about popcorn reading back in elementary school, I wonder if that that's what the teacher did when they were hungover. They're like, you know what? I don't feel like participating today. <laughs> I'll just kind of go sit at my desk, let the kids read. They could be interactive with each other. I'm just going to sit here and um, I'm going to recoup from last night. That's when they gave. That's when they did quiet days, and you could go in the reading corner and right. and read the book, or they'd be like, "Hey, we're gonna watch this movie for history or science today." Oh, and that was that was classic. That's how you knew a teacher was hungover Bill in Nye high the school science guy. or junior high, is when that TV cart came out, and you would see some nonsense that had absolutely nothing to do with what you've been learning about. Oh no! And then it was like, okay, they got, they got drunk last night. Do you remember watching the the cartoons, and they'd be like. I'm just a bill on Capitol Hill. Do you know what those are called? No, I can't think of them. You don't have any I can't, idea. I can't think of the the name of like the the series. I'm drawing a blank. Are you disappointed in me? You don't know. I can't think of them. If I heard them, I'd be like, oh, I, if someone mentioned the name of them, then I'd be like, I know what they are. You don't know. That's why you're having to Google it. No, I know what so it is. So tell me what it is. I am I wanted to play you a song. That's what I was going to do. Whatever. But Do, do, do you think, you are you calling me a liar? I think you are. Schoolhouse Rocks? 
Oh, that's what it was? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Maybe. Let me um, let me just double check. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. Um, School house. Yeah, Schoolhouse Rock. Oh, those were such... You want to know, you want to talk about watching movies, and then we'll get to this smut because this does tie in. My freshman year of high school, I had this teacher. He was a very, very weird dude. I felt really bad because I think he had a hip replacement or something where it was bad where he used a cane to get around all the time, and he had a really bad limp. But this dude was a genius, absolute genius. He was a scientist for big corporations before he went into school teaching. Mm -hmm. And he had no idea how to handle a classroom. Zero whatsoever. He was actually fired at the semester because shit got so crazy. One day, he lost so control of the classroom, he just kind of gave up and was like, I'm going to put on a movie. It's not that he was hungover. He tried his hardest, but he could not win that class over. The kids saw how much of a pushover he was. They would do anything mm-hmm. to just get after this guy, get under his skin. Well, when he put that movie on, he went into this back room because in the science rooms, they had these back the rooms, rooms yeah, yeah, just because of all the equipment that they needed. He went back there, I think, just to kind of... Detox from everything that was going on in that classroom. Well, when he went back there, some kid hit pause on the VHS tape that was in there. Popped it out, and it was a combo VHS DVD player. Okay? Popped the VHS out. Put a porno into the DVD player. And then somebody went to go grab the teacher from the back and was like, hey, something's wrong with the TV. I don't know. It just stopped playing. So he waddles up in front of the class. He's like, all right, who did it? Who did it? Nobody says anything. They're like, I don't know. Just stop playing. It's a VHS. Like nobody uses VHSs anymore, dude. All right, I know one of you did it. So he goes and hits play. Up on the screen pops two people, a male and a female, just going to town. All you hear is the moaning, and then all you hear is the dude go, Oh, yeah, do you like that? Yeah. Just like getting after it, and it's just loud, just... And everyone is just dying in the classroom. And where is this at? It was this at high school. This was in high school. This is what you Your got. high school? Yes, this was a story with me. This happened? You, you were in that class? I was in that class. I watched all of this your, happen. No, your mother raised you to respect your elders. Did and I then, put the tape in? You, No one said a word. It could have been you. It was not me. Mm-hmm. I am not a narc. That's what the person who, who did it would say, too. I am just. And I think that might have been the first time that teacher ever saw porn in his life. Was it the first time you ever saw porn? 
Oh, no. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. But I think it was his first. Were you happy to experience that with him? Um, <laughs> no, because I really think that's what got him fired. Like, Well, no shit that's what got him fired. I, I just felt bad he, for the guy. I mean, I think a lot of it's also, on. Um, maybe this is just me being an old lady, being on the kids of like literally not having any respect for authority in that manner. Like there's, it's fine to pull little pranks on a teacher, but to pull something that could potentially get a teacher fired, like that's, that's a new low and that's a new disrespect that like. I agree. I think you're right. The only thing, if that didn't happen in class that day, the only thing that would have happened is Mr. Savage, that was his name, would have made it to the end of the school year. But he wouldn't have probably... But he wouldn't have been back for another they, year. But that's a lot better than completely getting fired in the middle of a semester. No, it's okay. He still got paid. Oh, well... He still got paid because I went to Bloom Trail. My mom worked at Bloom, and he became essentially like a security guard over at Bloom. That's essentially what he became. And I remember I went over to Bloom one day and I saw him sitting on a stool in, in the hallway. And I was like, hey, Mr. Savage, what are you doing over here? He's like, oh, hey, Sean. Yeah, they, they got me working over here second semester. And that is not a play on what the guy sounded like. He sounded weird. Okay. But I don't know what he's up to these days. Probably now directing porn, if I had to give it a guess. Well. Or maybe he's an author. Maybe he's writing smut after he saw that. He felt inspired. Hey, I'll look him up. Okay. Our quote this week is from the book called Captured by the author Rosa Lee. It's a um, three-part book. So it's a three-book series. I don't know what it's about. Um, the the description was kind of long, and we didn't really have a lot of time to, before we started. Yeah, it's but. like reading the prologue <laughs> or something. No. Just don't have time for it. But I will say, the if these are genres that you prefer, this may be the book for you. And the genre's descriptions are reverse harem, Dark, MM Romance, Contemporary, BDSM, Erotica, Adult. So if any of those genres intrigue you. Sounds like it could be in the bad bitch genre. Do you know what reverse harem is? Uh, that's where they switch roles, correct? As in? A guy getting pegged. No. That's not it? No. Uh, that's what I thought it was. Reverse harem is one female with multiple males. Huh. Or multiple female. It it could be, I guess. Basically. An orgy. Yes, but a typical harem would be one male, multiple females. Reverse would be female. Uh, I would call that a gangbang. That's what you would search <laughs> on Pornhub. Gangbang. Oh, not reverse harem. No, 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 no. That's too technical. Oh, okay. Well, in the book world, we like to be a little bit better. Um. So this oh, is. Oh, <laughs> 
This is from my lovely friend Rachel. Again, I don't know who's talking. I, I, one of the guys is talking in this in this sense. I'm assuming. And the quote is, "You're gonna take me all the way until you're choking on my cock and your eyes water. Put that sharp tongue of yours to good use. I'm going to fuck your mouth and fill you up with my hot cum." His voice is low and raspy, filled with need, and his dirty talk makes me makes a groan leave my lips as he starts to push his big dick into my mouth, pausing when he's hitting the back of my throat and then pushing in some more. See, that's the description. When you say that, makes me think of a gangbang. <laughs> like, this girl is in the middle of all these men just starting to suck them all off, but then there's just one guy where he just shoves it and she's just looking up at him and she just has tears running down her face. And there's a lot of sound effects that are going on with that. That's yeah. what I imagine in that scene. Okay, well, I got two questions. Mm -hmm. And air quotes asking for a friend. Uh -huh. <laughs> Do guys like it when girls, like, look up at them? Oh, yeah, 100%. Okay, taking notes. <laughs> I forgot what my other one. Oh, my second question was, do guys like the sound effects? I th I think that one is going to vary. Okay. I think that one is going to vary on which guy you talk to. Why do guys like it? Like the eye contact? The eye contact, I think, stems from. Okay, this is going to go back for generations. <laughs> And I think Going it's back just to the been, time of Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in caveman world, I think this is now just part of men's DNA now. You know how, like, certain dogs are bred to be hunting dogs and whatever. You know, there's certain traits that they pick up. Uh-huh. I think that's a trait that a man has just picked up over time. There's something about that look to a guy that he sees a girl make with those eyes that are it's looking a, up it's at a him. submissive look. And I think through the years of porn, there ha since it's always been a male demo demographic, right? Mm -hmm. There's always been a lot of point of view Got for it. porn. So when a male actor was receiving that, it would be in the point of view of that male audience member getting that... From a female porn star. Makes sense. So you would see that. So that's why I also and the think. porn industry has just trained you to almost like that. Correct. I, I think that could possibly be it. Good to know. It is good to know. I feel like those are kind of basic for what a guy likes. Like I said, it's been. Wow, I feel like I'm failing you. I feel like that's been. Put throughout history for, for men. Like I said, the way that I described it, I think that men would always like that eye contact. Oh. Just, the way that, just the way that it goes. I'm sure there are certain things that women like that they see in adult films. Yeah. That they want replicated for them. Uh-huh. So it's just, you know, whatever the female 
wants in that situation. Right. I just, I wasn't sure. Now you know. I'm giving you these details. Well, I just, I feel like I've been failing here. It's good to write down in a journal every once in a while, and <laughs> let then me make a, let me make a reminder in my notes app. And then you just you pull out that that what journal time would every you once like in a while. Like me to set the alarm oh. to remind me to look at you. Twelve o'clock, six o'clock in the morning, maybe. Six a.m. Yeah, Santa Claus is coming to town. No. Some are dedicated to the game. And are willing to wake up at any hour to train. So I'm just saying <laughs> there have been times where you have slapped me away in the middle of the night and then have rolled over to face the opposite direction. And you claim that you were sleeping and, and, and have no recollection of this. But again, I feel like if you mm. were committed to the game, you would know that something is happening. And maybe not swat your wife's hand away and roll over and face the opposite direction of her. See, this is what happens. You need recovery time. And recovery hold on, time. Hold on, hold on. Let me say. Let me, let me finish here. After a long day, you're in uh-huh. bed, you're sleeping a little bit, you need to recharge those batteries. If you want the best performance, you need a good night's rest. Whenever you hear coaches talk about things to do the night before a big game, a good night's rest is always up there. I'm going to remember that. Now, if you want to start the day with a really good note and get off to a good start and get that good energy out there early in the morning, (laughs) that's when you do it. That early morning kind of workout. Always get that metabolism going. Get your metabolism going, puts you in a better mindset, makes you interact with people in a more joyful manner. There's just a lot better of outcomes when you're performing at your best with some good rest. So the next time that you roll over at 2 a.m. and you shake me and say, hey, want to suck my dick? I'm going to say, (laughs) I'm going to say, no. Nora. Oh, this no. This is a PG podcast. Bullshit. For you to throw that out there (laughs) and to give away secrets. I'm gonna say I was never giving out any secrets about what happens. I am going to say if you want the best performance out of me, I'll wake you up at six in the morning. (laughs) That's what you're saying. All right, noted. Let me put that in my notes, too. I'll pull that out for you at 6 o'clock in the morning. I, I mean, I wake up at 6.30, so I'll wait till 6.30. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'll give you that it. extra 30-minute sleep. That 30 minutes of beauty rest. Hey, could make or, or break, break it. it. It could mean eye contact or no eye contact. We don't know. How come you've never told me? I don't know. I, I don't. I have no idea. Okay. No idea. Uh, okay, let's move on from the smutness because I feel like we got a little off the rails. And there's probably someone that is listening to this episode of this podcast that's like <laughs> way too much information. 
I know you way too well. I do not need to just know edit you some stuff well. out. I'm not. I don't edit this podcast. Well, that's on you. I well, no, that's on you. I know what I'm gonna say. I cannot be held responsible for the things that I say. No, I'm. I'm pretty sure you can be held responsible. No. Yeah. No. I, I mean, I think you should ask to talk to a lawyer the next time. So I can read a quote about a girl getting her a full ass fist up her vagina and having the guy flex his hand. I can say stuff like that. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. You don't see the difference? No. Oh. I mean, I don't want to have to spell it out even more. I feel like we went way down a rabbit hole and so, so extremely hard. To just get out of this hole right now. Okay. Well. But uh, anyway, let's let's transition. I want to keep you around for this next topic that I'm going to talk about. Okay. Because I think this greatly impacts you. The NFL announced who is the new sponsor of the Super Bowl halftime show starting for the 2023 Super Bowl. So that means this year's upcoming Super Bowl. I'm already pissed. Uh, let me explain the story here. It was announced last week that Apple Music is now taking over the sponsorship from Pepsi. It's been a decade plus, I think, since Pepsi, since Pepsi has been the official Super Bowl halftime show sponsor. Mm-hmm. And that got everyone on the internet starting to speculate. Who do you think is going to be there were this only year's two, performer. There were only two acceptable performers, and the person and the they picked one, is not one of them. And the one group that really stirred up the pot is a group that Nora belongs in. The Swifties started to come out because and all started of the signs to speculate to it that Taylor Swift was going to be. The Super Bowl halftime show entertainer. She has a contract with Apple. She's an exclusive Apple interviews. She, I, like for her, I mean, Brad I, Taylor's version, she's released certain content that's only available to Apple. Like, I have always were, said that once the NFL dropped the sponsorship with Pepsi, that would open the door for Taylor Swift because she's always she, had a Coke contract. And she no longer has that. Well, okay. So now she doesn't have that Coke contract anymore. So now she has kind of a two-way street yeah. in order to get involved. But Swifties were up and running with this because, because the NFL and Apple Music announced at midnight yep. of this change, which that Taylor is a twice. Okay. Her new album is called Midnight's. She's been dropping like videos at midnight, releasing tracks. Like She's just very known that she'll like randomly tweet, say, like, see you at midnight, and... Or she'll just randomly drop things at midnight, and I get and I get it. A lot of artists drop albums at midnight. That's fine. But Taylor Swift will just randomly post like a random video at midnight, and so NFL posted this at midnight, the same night that Taylor Swift had posted a video. So it kind of correlated. You guys were connecting the dots. But another person who has an Apple contract is Harry Styles. So that was another big speculation. Though him. And Taylor Swift were the two acceptable people, and rumors have Listen, it I'm that fan of- Taylor Swift turned it down, which I guess I don't blame her. She doesn't need to do it. 
I don't think anybody needs to do it. You do it because of the platform that you're on. And you kind of just, yeah, it's the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah, and I guess it is a cool thing to say, but like, I don't, and I, I don't know if she's officially turned it down or. Because let's face it, especially this day and age, there's not that many things that are on TV that are must watch anymore. All the most highest rated television is sporting events now. Mostly football sporting events. I couldn't tell you a single super halftime Super Bowl performance that I've actually enjoyed. Well, that's you. I mean, they over never the have, years. They, it's almost like a joke that they pick awful people to do the halftime show. I disagree. You are just now getting into the demographic that they are catering to. The demographic that they cater to is probably about the 25 to, I would say, 34 to about like maybe 25 to 42, I would say, is where they are catering that to. I don't understand. Like, the weekend's performance was awful. I didn't enjoy last year's performance. Justin Timberlake. Oh, last year's was really good. Um. But I didn't know any of the artists, but Snoop Dogg and Eminem. And I couldn't tell you a single, I don't like know any Snoop Dogg songs. That's on you. (laughs) That is on no one else but (laughs) you. (laughs) I am sorry. I'm already picturing, I'm already picturing Rachel listening to this podcast, literally texting me saying that she's going to disown me as a friend. But let me just tell you, this seems like the situation I was in college me and my buddies went to go visit another friend that was in a frat. We went to a frat party. They got us in, and they were DJing the, their own party. It was a sweaty mess in this basement. It, was, it smelled horrible in there. Of course, it smelled like drugs. It smelled like bad BO, and all the music that they were playing was like rap rap, like hardcore rap. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I was not listening to rap at all. Like, I got over my rap phase at an early age. I got introduced to it at a very young age because of my brothers. And then once I started to listen to music, I started to listen to country a little bit more. So I was at this party, and I look over to my buddy, and I'm like, hey, when are they going to play some music that people actually know? And he just starts busting up laughing. He goes, Dude, these are like the fucking biggest songs out right now, man. These are bops. That wasn't the terminology at the time. Yeah. But I'm I'm just saying. He made fun of me. And he still does to this day. Whenever music is played, I don't know it. Or whenever he is listening to a song that kind of reminds him of that situation, he'll shoot me a text. He'll be like, hey, when are they going to play some music that people actually know? So, like, I felt that before. That's me. That's you in this situation because I feel like the Super Bowl halftime show are people, like, when I was a kid, I didn't get it. Like, I remember seeing Tom Petty. I'm like, why? why Everyone talks about, like, Prince was so good, but I don't know, like, like, I know he sings the song Purple Rain, but, like, I don't know the song. Right, and at the time, it fit because he was probably the biggest artist for the people that they were catering that Super Bowl halftime show to. But like I mean, J like I didn't even know J Lo was a singer because I know J Lo as an actress. 
J-Lo was a singer beforehand. Yeah. So when it was J-Lo and Shakira, I didn't even know J-Lo. And I'm, like, going to get so much hate for this. Like, I didn't know she was a singer. But, like, I think also if you knew the, the, the household that I grew up in, like, that music. Uh, you wouldn't be, yeah. That music was never going to be acceptable. Right. So, I mean, I just think overall you'll start to become more aware of who these Super Bowl halftime show performers are. Uh, Apple and the NFL did announce who is going to be taking the stage at Super Bowl 53, I think it is. I think that's what they're up to. Maybe even later than that. I feel bad for not knowing that. But it's going to be Riri. My girl Rihanna is going to be taking the stage. I love Rihanna. I've always loved Rihanna. Like one of her best songs... And I don't know if it gets enough credit. Is Cheers? Cheers is a banger. It could go up there with any song. If you want to start your weekend off right, it's Friday. You're driving to work. It's Friday. You're driving home from work. I want you to put on Rihanna's Cheer. Cheers to the freaking weekend. Drink to that. Yeah, yeah. I know the song, just don't like it. Oh, it's such a good song, and I'm just thinking she's going to be able to sing Umbrella. Um, I mean, she has so many good songs. I love Rihanna, and I'm so happy that she is just going to be up on that stage singing it. I'm excited to see if she's going to pull out anyone else to sing with her because that has become a huge trend over the last few years, getting more people involved in the show. So I'm excited to see this, and plus the whole production piece too, because that's another big aspect of the Super Bowl halftime show. If you don't put on a great spectacle, people are like, yeah, that wasn't cool. The only song that I will deem acceptable for her to sing is We Found Love, which is the one she did with Calvin Harris that Taylor Swift actually wrote for him. That is a good one. Uh, What's the Diamonds? Is that another one of her song? I believe so. Yellow Diamonds in the... Yeah, but yeah, I think We Found Love is a great one because Taylor Swift wrote it underneath the pseudonym. So... Oh, yeah? She wrote it underneath the pseudonym, and then when it started making money, she changed it. Why? So... Because... uh. I th- or I think she she came out like she never admitted that she wrote it when she because that's the only one of his hits when they dated, and, um, when they broke up, she came out and said, "No, that was actually me." Really? Yeah. Interesting. Good for her though for keeping that undercover. Yeah, but like, I would be like, I want credit for that. Well, he the rumor is like he only dated her because of who to she get clout. Was. Yeah. And so, like, her song, I Forgot That You Existed. That's a good song. That's about Calvin Harris. That is, that's, see, if Taylor Swift, I and I know she wouldn't have performed that song, that's a good song from Taylor Swift. I would, I, there, you know what? There's just moments. When you're sitting down, you want to hear a certain artist, right? There's some artists that I feel make me more productive. Casey Musgraves. Casey Musgraves and Taylor Swift for some reason. You Those love two. the Lover album. I do. I could, I could, I bet you, honestly, if you, hold on, let's pull up YouTube right now. It says my internet connection's not working, but I know it is. <laughs> you get that every week. Yeah. I don't know why uh, my computer sometimes 
Like if you connect it too fast to the internet, sometimes it's like, no, I don't want to work for you. Eh, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, trying to look to see how often working. you've listened to the Taylor Swift Lover album. No, I'm not trying to find that. What I'm trying to find is if you went to my YouTube page, like if you just pulled it up. Uh, hold on. Let me disconnect this because I want to show you. Is it like most recently played? Yeah. You'll see all of these artists that are on there. One song that I really like that's always on here. Is it from the Lover album? No, it's not Taylor Swift. Oh. Or Casey Musgraves. Casey Musgraves. This song is a banger. And I feel like this song needs to get a little bit more respect. Look, right there, Taylor Swift. There's a mix together here that is mixed. Taylor Swift. I forgot that you existed. I'm going to show you. I'm going to click on this. Obviously, I can't play this song because I think... I would get flagged for playing it, but look at this. Death by a Thousand Cuts, oh, London Boy, one. Casey Musgraves finally gets it in the mix at Velvet Elvis, Taylor Swift Gorgeous, you love Taylor gorgeous. Swift Paper Rings. Go back to Casey Musgraves, Family's Family. I'm just telling you, those are songs when I need to be productive. You like I Think He Knows. Mm-hmm. How do you think about Willow? I'm not a big Willow fan. I don't mm-hmm. know why that popped up in there. I, I, I'm actually going to play this song because... I would get flagged for it because I'm pretty sure these dudes are dead and they're not trying to collect any royalties. What's your uh, favorite song from from Lover? That's a good question. I'm gonna name know. I'm gonna name three songs that I think are gonna be your top three. All right, let's hear it from Lover. I think it's gonna be I forgot that you existed. Um, I don't like um. I think it's also going to either be, I forgot that you existed, Paper Rings, Death by a Thousand Cuts. Is one of those three your favorite? Hmm. I don't know. That's tough. That's, That's really tough. You can only claim Death by a Thousand Cuts as your favorite if you know the entire bridge. I don't know. I don't even know what a bridge is. I know what a bridge is on a roadway. Well. I don't know what a bridge to a song is, but here's yeah. here's a bop. You want to you hear a bop? You want to so hear is a this banger? Is this 60s music again? Oh, yeah. This is another genre of music where if I need to be productive, I throw on some 60s music. This song is very daybreaking, by the way. Woke up this morning feeling fine. I knew there's something special on my mind. Last night I met a new girl in the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Something tells me I'm into something good. Come on. She's the kind of girl who's not too shy. I hope she would. She I mean, this is great. This song, by the way, has one point, almost 1.3 million views on YouTube. I'm pretty sure I make up 1.2 out of all of these. This song will always hit. If you want to listen to this, it's Herman's Hermits. I'm into something good. To home and she held my hand 
I knew it wouldn't be just a one-night stand. So I asked to see you next week, and she told me I could. What kind of singing are you going to get on any other podcast? A podcast singing 60s music to you. You're not going to find that anywhere else. Only here on The Luke Kelly Show, you're only going to find me talking about bops. You're only going to talk about... You're only going to get me talking about bangers. Um, you're going to get Nora talking about bangers in book form. I mean, what a solid episode. We went all over the place. And I only got through two topics. I have two other topics that I didn't get to today that uh, I'll tell you about on Monday. Um, there's kind of a would you rather for Monday. It's not really a would you rather. It's more of, I was talking to my buddy about this, my buddy Taylor. What would you be more embarrassed about? Watching porn or subscribing to someone's OnlyFans? I'll get into that big topic in conversation on Monday. Also, I have a new job. I haven't talked about it all that much on this podcast, but there's a new aspect of the workforce that I get to participate in, and it's called working from home. I'm going to give you my full thoughts on being able to do that um, because I absolutely, uh, I'll just wait until Monday to tell you all about that. So come back here. Thank you for showing up today and listening to this episode. I'll talk to you on Monday, you fool sucker. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.